Let's wait and see. Yeah, make sure no one was in the ICU before they decided to If no one Justin dies, Turner. we'll do this. If yeah. one person dies, then this is the punishment. If two people die. We've got a whole chart. There's a flow chart here. Hello and welcome to an election special of Battery Mates. I'm Matthew in London. I'm joined by Toby in Chicago. How are you doing? Woo! Woo! (laughs) Woo! (laughs) Yeah, I'm sorry. We don't woo over here. I would have wooed (laughs) if I was still in America, but I'm in England now, so I'm not able to woo. I was contractually... I'm very excited. (laughs) I'm contractually obligated to to woo. Um... Yes. Hooray! (laughs) We taught our daughter to woo on on Saturday. Um, we we drove around Chicago and just honked our horn and just started. Yeah, we held a, um, a Laura held a Biden Biden Harris sign out the window and we just like people just were honking their horns. We were honking our horns. We were we were all wooing. Um, a lot of wooing going on. People are very happy and excited. Sounds which is very nice. funny. <laughs> woo. 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 Yes, woo indeed. We have a Joe Biden uh, elect, Joe Biden elect, President yeah. elect Biden, and we have a great episode of Battery Mates coming out. We're going to talk about the World Series. <laughs> we're a bit late on the World Series now, aren't we? Uh, but we're most importantly, uh, we're also going to talk a little bit about the off season, and then to uh, keep you listening through all that. We have the prediction contest results coming up. I'm very excited about the prediction contest results. It's a good one this year, and I'm very confident that we'll be able to come up with a prize to deliver to the winner of this contest within the next 18 months. Whoa, that's a big promise. Yeah, I know, I know it's a big <laughs> promise, but you got to make big promises to get the uh, get turnout up. Take big swings. Turn out for turn out for what? <laughs> So oh, wait, so what do we great. we want to talk about the World Series? When did that happen? When did that finish? Uh, it was a while ago. Yeah. We the election the World Series was so long ago that Donald Trump was still the president. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, mm-hmm. and it was long ago long enough ago that I don't really remember. I couldn't even tell you what day. It was a Tuesday. And it ended on a Tuesday. But it and it wasn't last Tuesday, so it was 2 weeks ago. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, two weeks ago. Well, you know what? We were <laughs> the, all pretty consumed calling, calling with the election. Baseball podcast is increasingly tenuous, <laughs> huh? I said, well, we were we were pretty consumed after the the World Series ended with what was about to happen. So, um, yeah, and and I we think were. we knew from 2016. We learned a lot of lessons in 2016. One of which was, um, well, I don't think I, I don't don't remember, but I don't think we recorded an episode after the Clevelands lost the World Series until after the the. Uh, election i could be wrong um i don't think i don't think any of us was in the mood um and by any of us i mean it's lucky me. that it's lucky that we're not contracted to do any uh, particular levels of episode because once <laughs> once we're not that interested in the season we just give up oh, fuck it it does so take an extra John level of... out here doing like three episodes per week <laughs> non-stop episodes talking yanks talking baseball on the dot on time every week Multiple times a week. We're just like, yeah, fuck it. On Sorry, the of, Dodgers and the Rays. <laughs> on top of a whole lot of other like random content they produce. I really got into his um, 
uh, random stats that don't mean anything um, series, his video series he put out before every episode, <laughs> every game and during the playoffs. He would put, he put out an episode um, that was, or like, it was, I think it was like two minutes long. It was just like, t- dive in on a particular stat relevant to that game, maybe about the starters of that game um, or the team's records on Tuesday afternoons or whatever. You know, it was, it was really, really entertaining <laughs> stuff. Um, but uh, we just can't be asked. No, well, and you know, the, our our sponsors, our our legal team is really good. Um, they keep our <laughs> the, what we owe our sponsors very, very limited um, for a pretty decent penny too. Which is you know, best of both worlds. You know, a pretty penny. I am um, just as an aside. I have to um, for work. Um, uh, I've we're organizing a series of events, and I'm responsible for getting someone to sponsor the uh, the events. And I volunteered to do it in the in the team meeting, and I think that deep down I thought in my I I thought like subconsciously I had experience of it. I've never <laughs> done this before, but I was like, well, the the podcast gets big sponsors. I'm sure I can do. I'm sure I can do this. That was a mistake. That was a mistake. I now have to, three events that I've got to get sponsorship for, and I don't know. Do you, Toby, do you want to sponsor one of my events? I mean, uh, maybe we could use some of the podcast money we get here uh, from our sponsors to battery mates. Twenty five hundred dollars. Oh God! Um, well, we've already spent that money. All right, <laughs> <laughs> um, let's talk about the World Series. How much of it did you watch? How much of it did you care about? Oh, um, well, I watched. I, I definitely watched. Uh, I would say parts of. There were six games. I watched parts of four or five of them. And I watched a lot of game one and I watched the end of whatever that really amazing game, game four. That was, that was awesome. That was a really great ending. Um, and then I think I watched, I had game six on in the background, I think the entire time, but I wasn't paying close attention. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, you know, the answer is how much did I care about any of this? I, you know, I cared about it in an academic sense, I was, you know, I, it was baseball and baseball season wasn't over. And I didn't, I don't hate either of the Dodgers or the Rays. And so, you know, it's, it was easy to kind of like follow it as a baseball fan, but um, without any real rooting interest. And obviously, you know, Jeff Gabriel and I were, were texting quite a bit during this series. Um, I was also texting with all my Rays fan friends um, who are zero people. <laughs> so, um I just, I just, I, I didn't want the Dodgers to win, but I also have no affection for Tampa Bay either. Right. So, and it, you know, the timing was a big problem. I, I kind of, I would have watched if I was still living in the States, but uh, I was not going to stay up all night to watch any of these games. I watched the like three minute highlights package that the MLB had, mm-hmm. uh, like in the morning when I was like woke up in the morning. And there was a couple of there was a couple of good good plays, but it wasn't it wasn't exactly a classic series, was it? I think it's getting good ratings in terms of like not not actual people watching it. I, the ratings weren't all that great, I don't think. Um, but I think it got good like reviews in terms of how competitive the series was and how entertaining it was. That, that game four ending was particularly like yeah, phenomenal. That, okay, that was good. But okay. and then game six, there were like so there was major intrigue, right? Like there were like the taking. Blake Snell out of the game and there was something else that happened. There was just a lot of like, there's intrigue in, in that series in a way. That, and the managers were kind of like 
trying to, they, they were doing weird stuff and had weird game plans and i think they, there was something it, it wasn't a boring series um even though that and there were fans in the stands which was honestly a little disconcerting that was weird yeah yeah, yeah it was weird um talking of talking of of that do you want to talk about justin turner at all yeah that was the other thing happening in game six <laughs> i forgot about that oh my god yeah let's talk about justin turner um so wait, why is there? It, it, wait, has there been a bunch of news about this, and I just haven't seen it because I've been paying attention to the election, or just completely get swept under the rug? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's a really good point, actually. It's the kind of it's the kind of thing that we should check before we start <laughs> recording. You can you can cut this you can research, cut this out. but <laughs> um, okay, it, it all came to it all came to a conclusion a couple of days ago. Um, uh, ESPN, Rob Manfred won't punish Justin Turner for leaving isolation after testing positive for COVID-19. I mean, that is such a joke. It's such a joke. I mean, he, he, he it was a mockery of the rules. Yeah, uh, that's un- unreal. I mean, uh, even just a, even like, like a slap it, on the wrist would be, uh, you know. Can I read you this quote? Yeah. Can I read you this quote? Fuck me, this is... Uh, just... Think of how, how little you think of Rob Manfred right now okay. before I read you this quote. Okay, I'm there. And then tell me how much you think of afterwards. We all have made mistakes as we navigated these unprecedented challenges, and we have tried to learn from those mistakes so they are not repeated, Manfred wrote. With this in mind, I am closing this matter by applauding Justin for accepting responsibility, apologizing, and making a commitment to set a positive example going forward. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> just... What a muppet. <laughs> <laughs> just that is the most Rob Manfred quote that he has ever manfreded. The... He's so bad. He's so bad. You watch the clo- uh, him getting I'm booed. closing this matter by applauding Justin for accepting responsibility. Yeah, well done Justin. Brilliant. Yeah. You were brilliant. You were brilliant. Everyone was saying you were a dick at first and how you were like ignoring the rules and putting your fan, your your fellow players at risk. But in retrospect, we applaud you. Well done. That's uh, that's a, that's a, that's extreme. Um, it was very satisfying to see Rob Bamford booed uh, during the with the very few st- fans that were in the stands enough to hear yeah. <laughs> the volume of the boos register on the national broadcast during the the trophy ceremony. Um, I, I just think, you know, the research is getting, finally getting me some, some, uh, information here, but there were 10 positive cases. Oh, I'm sorry. Five positive cases, um, uh, in the Dodgers organization following the world series. Um, so this is not, you know, Justin Turner was the, is the only one we know of. Um, and they, they apparently they did not say whether any of the other, play, other t- positive tests were players, but you have to imagine that. You know, and do we don't we still don't know if Justin Turner had symptoms, right? No, he, he was he was asymptomatic at the time, but we don't know what there's been since. Right, just because you're asymptomatic at one point doesn't mean you will be going forward. Right. The whole thing is really just like, I think you know, um, I think it was Craig Calcaterra who the the now independent sports writer who um, was saying things like you know it, it, it really is. We need to know. So during the regular season, 
baseball treated an inconclusive test as a positive test. But that changed yep. in the postseason, and when an inc- inconclusive test came back positive during Game 6 of the World Series, which, by the way, what the hell are we having test results come back during the games for? Can't they, can't they stagger that in a way that makes it come back before the game starts? I, I mean, that seems like an easy thing to do, right? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I feel like that's getting completely glossed over. But the fact that there was a result that came back in the second inning and then they rushed the current test, the, the newer test, into uh, because of that, into, um, you know, uh, analysis. And that, that came back with a positive test. That, I don't know. It just seems like... Maybe baseball's going to dodge another bullet here and, and get through this, but it did seem particularly like Greek tragedy um, level of like on the nose uh, the way the way this well, ended. <laughs> I also think it's a little bit um, uh, to do with some of maybe I'm, maybe I'm, maybe I'm, maybe you can tell me if I'm if I'm wrong on this one, but in in Europe people would have lost their jobs for that. Yeah. Like there would have, there would have been months long suspension for the player. Uh, some of the people around the organization would have lost their jobs. It would be like a national scandal. And given the way that the administration has handled this, the way that some governors have handled it, it just doesn't. You know, the country is not taking it as seriously as it is uh, being taken in other countries. Um, and maybe Turner's got away with it because of that. Uh, he he would have been in very very serious trouble um, if the this had been in Europe. Yeah. I mean, and it's just, it's comical that Manfred's, Manfred's response here is just garbage. I mean, he, he really, I mean, at the very least, you need, it's a violation of protocols and needs to be treated like any other player who violated protocols, right? Like, yeah. I mean, Jesus. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't actually know off the top of my head, but isn't Dave Roberts a cancer survivor? Isn't he like, yeah, this yeah. is, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, I, the thing is, at the same time, I think Justin Turner made a, and this is why this is worse, right? Or this is why he needs to be held accountable is because he made a calculated decision in, in an emotional state to go back out there and thought the risk was worth it, right? And that, that is incredibly, I don't know, at the very least, he knew he was going to get punished for it. He knew, he knew it was wrong and he knew he was going to get held accountable for it. So for him not to be held accountable for it is insane, right? Like you can't. Yeah. I, I guess I don't mind. I don't mind players being like, "Fuck it, I'll take the million dollar fine or the thirty game suspension or or whatever it might be to do something." Like that's okay if he wanted to break the rules and he knew he was going to get punished. Fine, but you could he could have killed somebody. Yes, he, he could. You know, is 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 not is not probable, but. I wouldn't. I just, would you? Would you think to yourself, "Well, there's only a ten percent chance of someone dying as a result of me doing this." That's, <laughs> I like those odds. Of course, you wouldn't. Jeez. Yeah, I, I imagine baseball waited for that. Like waited to to, to get. We're almost two weeks out yeah. from this, so I bet you baseball was yeah. waiting for that to to make yeah. sure they weren't. Let's wait and see. Yeah, make sure no one was in the ICU before they decided to if applaud no one Justin dies, Turner. We'll do this. If yeah. one person dies, then this is the punishment. And two people die. We've got a whole chart. There's a flow chart here. There's a decision tree. Yeah. If 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 anybody's in the ICU, we have to wait until they're released. Uh, but then we can applaud Justin Turner for his yeah. holding himself accountable. Oh God. Yeah. Anyway, we should. I honestly, this this, this uh, doesn't 
this doesn't rise to the level of the the Astros cheating, um, but it is probably going to be uh, on the the tips of our tongues uh, for not tips of our tongues. I don't know why I said that. It's going to be on our minds uh, for the next uh, several months here in the off season while. While we, it's one of those storylines that I don't think is going to go completely away, even though Rob Manfred wants to applaud uh, Justin Turner. Um, talking, talking of terrible Rob Manfred decisions, uh, we should talk about the AJ Hinch, Alex Cora situation. We sure should. Uh, I mean, but people have people have seen this by now. Everyone knows this is not a breaking news podcast. Um, <laughs> Alex Cora has been hired back by the Red Sox, and AJ Hinch has been hired by the Detroit Tigers. I got into a bit of a heated back and forward uh, with a bedroom mate's listener on this one. Oh. Before I before I give you my perspective, what do you think? Um, what do you think about the two decisions, these hiring decisions? Um, well, I think they're different. I think that the, I think the Red Sox rehiring Alex Cora as if nothing happened is a little bit. It's just like, okay, guys, like I get it. Like you're just gonna, we're, you're gonna cross your fingers and hope, like the Astros players did, that everybody kind of just forgets this. And that's, I think there are a lot of people in baseball and fans who are gonna see to it that that's that doesn't that isn't the case. And I believe, you know, when there are fans back in the stands. Um, <laughs> Alex Cora will get uh, a different level of treatment. Um, AJ Hinch to me is slightly different. Um, going to an organization like the Tigers, that is, um, what's the really bad? I guess they're just extremely <laughs> awful. Um, is going to be. I mean, well, we, know, we know he. We know he likes trash cans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe it's just going to uh, the garbage organizations. Um, I, I think honestly, like he's gonna, he's he's more starting from scratch than Alex Cora is, um, even though the Red Sox were pretty bad this year. Uh, the Tigers were really bad and are, like, they have there's some rays of hope in, on the horizon for the Tigers, but this division's gonna be hard um, with the White Sox coming on and and the t- Twins still being good and. Cleveland's have some good pitching, um, so the Tigers are going to be at best a fourth place team for at least a couple of years, and and I think there's something about signing up for that. Um, that I mean, unless you're of the opinion that he should be banned from baseball, which you know is an arguable stance, I believe. Um, you know, he's this is this is about as close as it gets, which is uh, my favorite burn on the Detroit Tigers. Getting banned from baseball is right here. And then just above it is managing the Detroit Tigers in 2021. <laughs> but no, I think I'm really looking forward to the, the, him being the face of that organization uh, that plays in my division. So, I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to being able to go to um, <laughs> any baseball game. But, uh, you know, going to a baseball game in Chicago, even though I wouldn't normally go to see a White Sox-Tigers, White Sox-Tigers game and, um, and just heckle, uh, is going to be a lot of fun. Um, I don't know. I also think the Tony Larusa hire is hilarious, but um, yeah, that, that, those are my those are my uh, that's that's my position right now. I think they're slightly different, um, and I think I'm glad that my 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 organization didn't hire either of them. Yeah, that's that's kind of how I feel. I don't hold I don't really hold anything against AJ Hinch anymore. I think that he was punished. The my problem with the Astros is that they they weren't really punished as an organization, and none of the players were held to account. Whereas AJ Hinch was. Yeah, uh, suspended for a for a full for a full season. You know, I when I heard this news and I had this 
argument. Um, I said that it was different because AJ Hinch had been punished and, and therefore had kind of, he'd paid his dues. Uh, and that Alex Cora hadn't. He just lost his job from the Red Sox because of the embarrassment. Oh, and then right. I and then I was like, I was that sure. I went back and checked, and and Cora was also suspended, and I had completely forgotten that. I think it's because the the Red Sox fired him before MLB handed down any punishments. Right. But when they did hand down punishments after the Red Sox investigation into their sign stealing um, uh, situation. Uh, he was then also suspended for his behavior at the Astros. And I'd completely forgotten that. So, you know, I, I do think it is a bit of a slightly different situation. The Red Sox basically, have, you know, they they fired him for PR and hiring him back in a Friday new, Friday night news dump shows that they know exactly what's going on right. with that situation. But uh, I think AJ Hinch is a little bit different, but maybe not so different. Um, it's interesting. I, I definitely thought that Cora had kind of got away with it, but... Um, that was wrong. Uh, you say Friday night news dump. Um, we should talk about what I, I, I was. It happened almost immediately on the heels of uh, Joe Biden taking the lead in in, in Pennsylvania, um, and the net and some of the networks calling Pennsylvania for Biden. Um, so it was like extremely timely um, or, or, or well timed. Uh, and I was. <laughs> I said this kind of sarcastically, but not really that I wouldn't have been surprised if Cleveland had dealt Francisco Lindor on Friday, <laughs> like <laughs> just rip the bandaid off because I think, you know, at least for Clevelanders, there, there may not be a better time to announce um, something like that, which almost seems, which seems fairly inevitable, but yeah. Do you want to talk to the election or should we take a quick word from our sponsor? Yes. Okay. This episode of battery mates is brought to you by St. Regis Atlanta auto supply. Now available for mid-sized parking lot events that will fit any budget and convey just the right amount of desperation. We do ask that you bring your own podium, but when you book at least five hours in advance, we'll throw in a roll of two-sided tape for you to set up your makeshift step and reheat backdrops. That's St. Regis Atlanta Auto Supply on Cleveland Avenue between Old South Package Store and Midnight Blue Novelty Adult Gifts, and 1,422 feet from the nearest school. Thanks, Battery Mates. Well, thanks as always to our sponsors. I think they're um, just to you know set aside any concern that that was completely deliberate. We intended for that to be our sponsor this week. Um, that was not that was not uh, uh, an accident. Um, so, moving right along, um, I I mentioned before the break there that um, you know Cleveland was probably going to trade Francisco Lindor. They seem to be in a complete salary burn down mode right now, which is funny because. There's a they can, they're probably going to have the reigning Cy Young Award winner in the American League, and they have an MVP finalist. They that some people believe he's the favorite to win the MVP award, um, Jose Ramirez. So in the American League, so um, it'd be really interesting to see them win the Cy Young, the Cy Young, and the MVP, and then trade away their their, their second or third best player um, and cut cut salary across the board. Um, it's going to be a depressing off season for Cleveland. And if you didn't, if you were in denial about that. It's going to be a depressing offseason for everybody, I think, in terms of players getting paid. Because uh, when the deadline to uh, pick up options came around, um, the day before or a couple days before the Cleveland organization um, put Brad Hand on waivers. <laughs> Brad Hand had one of the best uh, years of an American League reliever. He was perfect in saves during the regular season um, and had a $10 million option. 
and it makes sense that the Clevelands wouldn't necessarily want to commit $10 million of a $50 million payroll, who knows, um, to uh, your closer, but somebody would, right? Like you would have to believe. And so they just put him on right. waivers, which is essentially saying anybody want to pay him $10 million? Yeah. He's free. He's just, you don't have to, he's under contract. You can take him. Right. And, um, nobody took him, which says no one's willing to pay Brad hand $10 million for the 2021 season, which is nutty and a complete turn from where we were, uh, a couple years ago in terms of the free agent market. So things, things are going to be bad for the vast majority of free agents. I mean, there might be a few like our, our old friend Trevor Bauer who, who get paid, but it does seem like at least po- the posture here for Major League Baseball is um, we, are, we, are going to be, we have lost a lot of money this year, and we expect to lose more money in 2021 because of COVID, and so we can't afford these players, um, yeah. which I think is garbage, but... We'll see. I wonder if I, I mean we'll it's way too soon to know because this only happened a couple of <clears throat> a couple of hours ago but I wonder if people will start planning in on the basis of the, of the vaccine announcement that they think that there's you know the vaccine is going to pass all the FDA tests and could be rolled out to health workers by the end of the year I wonder if like MLB and other big sports are going to be thinking well healthcare workers have it by the end of the year we could have it by spring Therefore, fans could be back in during next year, and that that changes everything. But you know, maybe it's, it's too soon to to know. I also think the market will get set by again will get set by some of the early decisions like Real Muto and um, uh, uh, Springer. Uh, how much they get will have a big impact on everyone else. I'm quite looking forward to the off season because the Nationals have got some money to spend, but not much, and they're not going to risk going all in on this season given. Uh, where Philadelphia are, given where the Mets are financially, the <laughs> Mets have got all of the money, all of it, um, and and the Braves are, are probably going to get ever so slightly stronger, or at least stay where they are. But uh, we, we have like four or five positions coming up uh, that we need to work out what to do. So uh, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to everything at the moment because life is just better with Joe Biden being president elect yeah. it's just it's just easier to be optimistic about stuff it really is and i and, and i think it's partly because we've been living with it but the last you know 4 years has been just an incredibly dark headspace for everybody and you know i think there are obviously moments where i don't i don't feel that way but saturday felt extremely different and it, it, it's i don't know um I feel like I'm sleeping better. <laughs> I feel like I just feel like every everything is clicking clicking a little more into place. Um but you know and and you know as as I'm sure if it hasn't been alleged that um this vaccine announcement is was sort of part of some deep deep state conspiracy. Um that's certainly the timing here is extremely helpful for for my headspace <laughs> and just you saying the words um, like walking through that timeline uh, actually got me pretty hopeful that like we may be actually seeing the light at the end of the tunnel on this, um, which is not just good for baseball <laughs> or Joe Biden, um, but for really, uh, you know, God, I can't, I just can't wait. It's, it's, it's good for almost everyone. But um, after the, after they made the, the announcement, um, the stock price of zoom went through the floor. Really? <laughs> just like the people that own a lot of stocks in zoom are the only people in the world that are 
pretty nervous about the vaccination. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they, I'm sure on one level they're quite keen on it happening at some point, you know, but <laughs> I mean, it just. Zoom's going to have to adjust and move to in person meeting technology. Um, it's going to be the, <laughs> the new market efficiency. Zoom um, are going to use all of their money to start buying buildings. <laughs> that we were sponsored by zoom (laughs) (laughs) all right let's uh let's give the audience what they have come here for or what they've listened this long for 2020 prediction contest we have a we have a result right we have a result it's been several several days of waiting inconclusive recounts the whole lot legal challenges have now been exhausted rudy giuliani has been in the four seasons (laughs) landscaping car park and uh, his press conference was drowned out by the noise of passing vehicles. We now have a result. Yeah, uh, not everybody has conceded. Um, Jeff Gabriel has uh, <laughs> has not necessarily made the call yet, but um, our our points have him at negative twenty four points. Um, so I just don't see a path for him. Uh, you know. That said, um, yeah, this year, oh, and Jeff Gabriel, by the way, I think won actually won the the triple crown of of contests the either the nba championship the mlb championship and then the presidency um you know as some battery mates listeners might remember in our first season um i was vying my, the clevelands were vying for for that sort of um uh Demo- i guess democrats in cleveland <laughs> were vying for that sort of thing and we came up we were one for three which is good in baseball um um but doesn't didn't at the end of the day didn't wasn't as good as this for Jeff. Um, but Jeff is not our winner. This year's winner, um, with, and this was a tight one. We had a couple people who had really strong performances. A lot of people picked the Dodgers to win the World Series. A couple people picked the Dodgers and the Rays to play in the World Series. Um, and that Alex Kellner, um, Alex Norris, uh, both in the American League East, suspiciously. Um, but uh, oh, and, and Steve Crouppen also. Um, he he actually picked both the Rays and the the Dodgers. Uh, making sure I'm not leaving anybody out. Nope. A lot of people picked the Dodgers to win the World Series, so it ended up being fairly close. But this year's winner uh, is someone on your side of the pond, Matthew. Um, Alex Norris, uh, MP, has, uh, MP. has MP has won. It's a, it's our first. Member of Parliament to win the Battery Mates Prediction Tracker contest, right? I think this is the first. I think this is the first non-American to win the World Series of Battery Mates <laughs> Prediction Contests. <laughs> um, I, I I have to imagine this is going to be big news over there. Yeah, I mean, I, I I'm 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 not I'm not saying this will definitely happen, but I do have a plan to get a non-binding resolution um, uh, put down in. <laughs> the house of parliament they're called early day motions <laughs> well if that happens uh we will be we'll maybe be a breaking news podcast after all um <laughs> we'll have to have to get on the horn for that one we'll have to get his, his him back on for a reaction um maybe accepting the the prize um which is will be in the works for at least a little while the, we 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 have a plan for a prize and and that is much 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 more advanced than in previous years. I honestly like that'll be great. And we'll actually, I want to get on. Uh, I want to get maybe John Hagner can be on for um, uh, the, our annual edition of 
half-hearted attempt at empathy because I believe his brother was a Rays fan, and that's as close as I'm willing yeah. to get. Um, yeah, it's close enough. It's close enough for me. Uh, and, you know, we may may get Jeff Jeff on for um, a reaction on the on the Dodgers. I mean, who knows? Um, I'm I'm sure he's got time on his hands to talk about the Dodgers, but um, yeah. I don't know. I don't be, uh, we may not be recording every week, um, probably a little more intermittently this off season. Um, there's no winter meetings this year, so uh, we may. I mean, I, who knows what the next time we'll get on this? But it'll be, it'll be in reaction to something fun. Um, but I don't know. What should battery mates? What should they expect from this off season? Are we asking them, or are you asking me? <laughs> I don't know why I didn't say anything then, as if as if as if they as if our <laughs> listeners were about to chime in and say something. I was just well, I don't I don't want to be rude. Someone <laughs> wants to chime in. The floor's yours. I'm saying, Matthew, what do you think they should expect? Um, you know, in, in, to, to, from okay. battery mates uh, in in the weeks to come. Sorry, sorry. Right, I get, I understand your question now. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think they should expect um, a, a couple of history episodes. We're going to take a look at um, uh, some of the um, events from yonder years, a little bit like our Disco Demolition uh, episode that we did. And we're going to have a couple of interviews. We have not been able to interview um, most of the people we'd usually talk to because they've all been on campaigns. But we're going to try and bring out some of the um, people that have been working hard to free America, uh, to turn it away from the abyss. Um, people who are also baseball fans. So there'll be a couple of couple of interviews as well. Um, and then I think we'll do a couple of hot stove episodes too. Like you say, Toby, I don't think we're going to be able to go regular given um, I've got a young child and you've got a child on the way. But we're definitely going to, we'll definitely be around and um, really, 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 really hoping that this vaccine is real and we can get back into baseball stadiums next year. Yeah, I'm, really, I'm looking forward to the you know the, the sound of the crowd, the crack of the bat, um, and and honestly the shag of the balls. See some of those balls shagged. Shag them.